<clears throat> hey everybody, happy Tuesday. Hope you're doing well. C-Note here. And uh, this is the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. The show that is like a pizza shop. It's just everywhere. Anyway, I didn't have one prepared, so I just kind of winged it. <laughs> Today I wanted to talk about um, really a follow-up to yesterday's afternoon podcast, which was about gaslighting. And it kind of presented this idea of CPTSD, which stands for complex PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, which is something not as, that is not officially recognized by the DSM. Um, so that's, it's kind of an interesting new frontier, sort of new, relatively speaking, um, in, in an unofficial capacity. But for me, it's interesting because I feel like it falls into a lot of stuff that I've been uh, experiencing lately. So I kind of wanted to talk about it, define it, um, basically just read some more article stuff, like not really articles. It's like more like Wikipedia. So take it with a grain of salt, but just kind of talk about it and what it is and define it and, um, share it with you guys because I think it's fascinating and something to look for, for, because it's something that affects people in a way that is a lot more subtle than you would realize. It's, it's something that happens in relationships with children, with parent situations, and it affects how parents can treat children and how people can treat future relationships. So I think it's kind of fascinating to, to break down. And if there's a way to distill it into simpler terms to be recognized as something that can be treated like that would be fascinating. So without further ado, let's make this an official podcast and let's kick it off and do the thing. Drums, Okay, so CPTSD, let's like open this article that I had pulled up. The Wikipedia ref. Um, yeah, so CPTSD, it's complex, best, complex post traumatic stress disorder. Uh, also known as um, complex trauma disorder, is a psychological disorder thought to occur as a result of repetitive, prolonged trauma involving harm or abandonment by a caregiver or other interpersonal relationships with an uneven power dynamic. That's the big thing right there. CPTSD is associated with sexual, emotional, or abusive, physical abuse, or ne neglect in childhood, intimate partner violence, victim of kidnapping and hostage situations, indentured servants, victims of slavery, sweatshop workers, prisoners of war, victims of bullying, concentration camp survivors, and defectors of cult or cults or cult-like organizations. So in a way, everybody... <laughs> um, situations involving captivity entrapment, a situation lacking a viable escape route for the victim or a perception of such can that's another important thing a perception of such can lead to CPTSD like symptoms which include prolonged feelings of terror, worthlessness, helplessness and deform deformation of one's identity and sense of self. Some researchers argue that CPTSD is a distinct form distinct from but similar to PTSD, somatization disorder, dissociative identity disorder, and borderline personality, uh, with the main distinction being that it distorts a person's core identity, especially when prolonged trauma occurs during childhood development. 
It was first described in 1992 by Judith Herman in her book Trauma and Recovery, and an accompanying article, though peer-reviewed journals have published papers on CPDSD, the category is not yet adopted by either the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic, the DSM-5, or in <clears throat> the World Health Organization uh, International Statistic Classification of Diseases and Related Health Problems, 10th edition. However, it is proposed for the ICD-11 to be finalized in 2018. So there's a very strong chance that, that could be recognized very soon. Um, so it, what's fascinating to me is the perception of just kind of being withheld, like being um, uh, the power dynamic. You know, somebody has some sense of power over you, whether it's emotionally or actually keeping you from um, social situations or anything like that. Um, there's a lot of isolation that occurs in relationships and even from parent-child things. And when it gets to an extreme, that could trigger those situations. And particularly when they get away from that, um, which is kind of what I'm dealing with, uh, you know, having gotten away from a situation that was like that, I'm sort of dealing with this odd sense of freedom. Like, I don't know what to do with it <laughs> um, and don't necessarily fully allow myself to experience it uh, in a way, which is kind of interesting. Also, I'm kind of like peeking out, which is also why at the same time I had to run all the way across the country. <laughs> like, I felt like if I was within the same state, um, that was still too close for me to have still felt like I was willing to give into that sense of control again because you almost it's like that Stockholm syndrome situation where you kind of get comfortable in that environment like a, like why a lot of prisoners end up going back to jail because there's a certain sense of comfort in it into in it for them where they get used to it and I mean there's bigger social issues with that too but um, just kind of loose examples um, so I'm gonna read two other sections and we'll we'll dive into this a little deeper Okay, so this next section is about uh, symptoms uh, for children and adolescents. The diagnosis, the diagnosis of PTSD was originally developed for adults who had suffered from a single event trauma, such as rape or a traumatic experience during a war. However, the situation for many children is quite different. Children suffer chronic trauma, such as maltreatment, violent, family violence, and a disruption in, in attachment to their primary caregiver. In many cases, it is the child's caregiver who caused the trauma. The diagnosis of PTSD does not take into account how the developmental stages of children may affect their symptoms and how trauma can affect a child's development. The term developmental trauma disorder has been suggested, DTD, um, this developmental form of trauma places children at risk for developing psychiatric and medical disorders. Um, Besson von der Kalk <clears throat> explains DTD as numerous encounters with interpersonal trauma such as physical assault, sexual assault, violence, or death. It can be also be characterized by subjective events like betrayal, defeat, or shame. Subjective. That's an interesting way to look at it. Again, uh, subjective and perception. Repeated traumatization during childhood leads to symptoms that suffer from those described for, for PTSD. Cook and others um, describes symptoms and behavioral characteristics in seven domains. Attachment, problems with the relationship boundaries, lack of trust, social isolation, difficulty perceiving and responding to others' emotional states, biology, sensory motor uh, de developmental dysfunction, sensory integration difficulties, sodomization, and... Uh, not sodomization, <laughs> somatization, that's funny, and increased medical problems, affect or 
emotional regulation, poor effect regulation, difficulty identifying and expression, expressing emotions and internal states, and difficulty communicating needs, wants, and wishes, dissociation, amnesia, de depersonalization, discrete states of consciousness with discrete memories, effect, and functioning, and impaired memory for state-based events. Behavior of control, problems with impulse control, aggression, pathological, self-soothing, and sleep problems. Cognition, difficulty regulate, regulating attention problems with a variety of ex executive fun functions, such as planning, judgment, initiation, use of materials, and self-monitoring. Difficulty processing new information, difficulty focusing, completing tasks, poor object, constancy, um, Problems with cause-effect thinking and language developmental problems such as a gap between receptive and expressive communication abilities. Also self-concept, fragmented and disconnected uh, autobiographical narrative, disturbed body image, low self-esteem, excessive shame, and negative internal working models of self. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, let me see how much time I have and I can read one more section. Okay, I got two minutes. Uh, this is for the adults. Adults with CPTSD have sometimes experienced prolonged interpersonal traumatization as children as well as prolonged trauma as adults. This early injury interrupts the development of a robust sense of self or, and of others because physical and emotional pain or neglect was often inflicted by attachment figures such as caregivers or other siblings. These individuals may develop a sense that they are fundamentally flawed and that others cannot be rel relied upon. This can become a perverse, pervasive way of relating to, an, uh, uh, to others in adult life described as insecure attachment. The diagnosis of dissociative disorder and PTSD in the current DSM-5 do not include insecure attachment as a symptom. Individuals of complex, uh, with complex PTSD also demonstrate lasting personality disturbances with a significant risk of re-victimization. Six clusters of symptoms have been suggested uh, for diagnosis of CPTSD. Alterations in regulation of effect and impulses, alterations of attention of consciousness or consciousness, alterations in self-perception, alterations in relations with others, somatization, the, the one that's not sodomizing, <laughs> uh, somatization, um, I'll have to look up what that is. Alterations in systems of meaning. Experiences in these areas may include difficulties regulating emotions, including symptoms such as persistent dysphoria, chronic uh, suicidal preoccupation, self-injury, explosive or extremely inhibit inhibited anger, may alternate or compulsive or extremely inhibited sexually, variations in consciousness, including forget forgetting traumatic events, reliving experiences, either in the form of intrusive PTSD system, symptoms or in ruminative preoccupation. Let me see how much time I have left. I'm pretty sure I'm out of it. Okay, I got 15 seconds. Um, changes in self-perception, very changes in the perception of the perpetrator, alterations in relations with others, loss of or in changes other one systems of meaning, and disconnection from surroundings, uh, accompanied by feelings of terror and confusion. So that's a lot. So I find that the most interesting thing is that it's the distinction between this and um, and PTSD being that it's more about sense of self that's being deconstructed, not necessarily by one particular event, but a series of events. And those series of events may not necessarily be something that actually happened. It may be the perception of what happened, uh, which is interesting because my, my ex-wife has expressed that in the past she felt like abandoned by her mother in some ways when you know other people have expressed that that wasn't the case at all um, but she feels so strongly that that was a thing that that may have affected her behavior throughout the rest of her life um, so that's kind of fascinating to break down um,
There's other information on the Wikipedia page for differential diagnosis, traumatic grief, things like that. So if you want to dive deeper into that, it's really fascinating and interesting. Some treatment stuff that I haven't read about yet, so I'll look into that um, and get back to you. But I do have to cut this short because I'm picking up Molly from work to go to lunch. Um, but uh, some of the, real quick, some of the treatments for adults... Um, you can establish safety, uh, remembrance and mourning for what was lost, reconnecting with community and more broadly society. Herman believes recovery can only occur within a healing relationship and only if the survivor is empowered by that relationship. This healing relationship need not be romantic or sexual in a colloquial sense of relationship, however, and can include relationships with friends, coworkers, one's relatives or children, and the therapeutic relationship, which is basically what I'm going through right now. Complex trauma means complex reactions, and this leads to complex treatments. Hence, treatment for CPTSD requires a multimodal approach, and it has been suggested that treatment for CPTSD should differ from treatment from PTSD by focusing on problems that cause more functional impairments than this PTSD symptoms. The problems include emotional dysregulation, dissociation, and interpersonal problems. Six suggested core components of trauma uh, complex trauma treatment includes safety, self-regulation, self-reflective information processing, dramatic experience integration, uh, relational engagement, and positive effect enhancement. Multiple treatments have been suggested for CTPSD. Among these treatments are experiential and emotionally focused therapy, internal family systems therapy, sensory motor psychotherapy, eye movements, desensitization, and reprocessing therapy, Dialectic, dialectical behavioral therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, psychodynamic therapy, family systems therapy, and group therapy. But essentially, like, um, it, it sounds like, like some of the treatments are kind of what I'm doing, like getting close to your support system again, reestablishing what that is, getting yourself back into a routine of what you want in life, standing your ground, and um, distancing yourself from that traumatic event, but also kind of mourning and acknowledging it. So for me, it's like mourning the loss of my my wife and that divorce and um, the you know the child situation and working through all of that and acknowledging it and not pretending it's something that didn't happen. So I think all of that stuff's really important. Um, and this is really fascinating and really interesting. So stuff that I was reading and I, that last one I read on my own. So I wanted uh, that I just read for the first time. So um, I wanted to share it with you guys. I thought it was worth talking about. If you have any questions, I'd love to discuss it. And, um, or if you have any thoughts or any experience, um, that would be interesting to find out. So anyway, this has been the C-Note Audio Extravaganza talking about CPTSD. If you have any questions or if you want to talk about it, hit me up at Rival My Design on all the social channels or, um, on here on Anchor and just send me a call in and let's chat. I'll talk to you guys later. Hey everybody, I want to thank you guys for listening to the CEDO Audio Extravaganza. If you would like to go to HiMyNameIsChristian.com, you can sign up for my newsletter where you'll get the written version of the podcast and uh, follow me on Rival My Design on all the social channels and all that good stuff. We can chat and have ourselves a jolly good time wherever it is that I am, so I really appreciate it. And um, thank you guys, I hope you have a good one.